0: Or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today.
1: Matthew chapter 9, Matthew chapter 9 and verse 37 and 38 Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Somebody say, The laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. It's an issue. There's a need. Laborers for the harvest. Luke 10 and verse 1, And after these things the Lord appointed other seventy also, and sent them two and two before his face, into every city and place, whether he himself would come. Therefore he said unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray you therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers, into his harvest go your ways behold I send you forth as lambs among worlds again the issue is that there are need of laborers. then in Matthew chapter 16 that great declaration revelation scripture and Simon Peter answered and said thou art the Christ the son of the living God verse 16 Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, I will build my church, I will build my church, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will also give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I want to talk to you tonight in our mobilized theme. Tonight's message is entitled, Mobilize Together. Mobilize Together. God is looking for laborers and workers in the kingdom that will work together for the greatest cause this side of heaven <coughs> heavenly father we come to you tonight we pray lord jesus father for your assistance in this message and the delivery of your word i pray that you would help tonight god let us draw together let us come together let us be unified and see the cause of the gospel of christ go forward in the blessed mighty name of jesus we pray that everybody say amen You can be seated in the house of the Lord. The Lord of the harvest is looking for harvesters. He is looking for workers. How many know there's nothing wrong with the harvest? He said, look on the harvest, it's ready. The harvest is ready. There's nothing wrong with the harvest, but there's a shortage of laborers. There's a shortage of workers. There's a lot of work to be done, but there is a great need for workers. So I want to call you tonight, encourage you tonight to come. Let us sign up. Let us join in this work in the vineyard and the field of our Lord. Jesus said, I will build my church. How many know it's his church? He's doing the building, but he needs workers. He needs us to be workers. Amen. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it, stating that nothing that we face, though it may look temporarily like it is winning, though it may look like temporarily there is a stronghold against us, but there is no gate that can prevail against the onslaught of the church. The church shall advance. The church shall go forward. I'm not talking about a denomination. I'm not talking about a, a particular uh, church in, in particular. I'm, a, I'm talking about the body of Christ. Amen. Around this world, there is a moving, marching force that he wants to mobilize for the kingdom, and I want to be a part of that. How about you? Notice he didn't say The gates of hell shall not prevail against me, but he said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against what I build. I'm glad to be a part of that. And I want to be a part of the building of the church. MPC for 110 years, amen, this year has has been working to build the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. We have worked with the Lord to build. And I want to continue to see Jesus as the builder and us as the laborers. He's the builder. He's the architect. He is the overseer. Amen. We are the workers in his kingdom. We are empowered by him to assist him in the building of his kingdom. Jesus is the master builder and we are the laborers. I can remember the first time I went uh, to work on a construction job, a man and I was the newbie. I was the first uh, guy that was, uh, all the others were there longer than me. So my first day, all day long, I moved three-quarter sheets of plywood from one side of the house to the other side of the house all day long. That's what a laborer looks like. Anybody here understand it's time to be a laborer? But Jesus said, I'm going to build my church, but here's what I'm going to do to my church. I'm going to give them the keys of the kingdom that whatever they bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you tie together is compelled to be restricted. Whatever you untie is permitted to be loose. God's building his church, his people are empowered by God to do the work that he wants us to do. Amen, the early New Testament church was a force to be reckoned with and they had no organization. They had no building. They had no uh, license for preachers. They had no uh, modern facilities. There was no, no network there. There was no social media and yet they had revival because he said, I'm gonna make you have power in my church. What makes the church so dynamic is that we work together. The word church comes from the Greek word which means to be called out. But it not only means to be called out, it means to be sent out. We are called out of the world and then sent back in the world to be soul winners, to build his kingdom, to be a powerful force to be reckoned with. But the power happens when we work together the power happens when we work together you have made you may have heard of the word synergy anybody ever heard that word synergy the word synergy is the interaction of elements that when combined produce a total effect that is greater than the sum of the individual elements contribution. So when the church of the Lord Jesus comes together, what I bring and what you bring together is greater than us adding up together our, our particular parts. When we work as a body of Christ and we come together, there is something powerful that happens. It's a Holy Ghost connection and God adds to it. God increases it. Amen. When two are praying, it's greater than two praying by themselves. When three are praying, it's greater than three praying by themselves. There is a collective. That's why when we are together as a church, no weapon formed against us shall prosper when we are together. Can you thank the Lord for that? You've heard this verse. You've heard this verse, Deuteronomy 32 and 30. How shall one chase a thousand, and two put 10,000 together? or put 10,000 to flight, except their rock had sold them and the Lord had shut them up. What is he saying? One could put a 1,000. That's a pretty bad mamma jama But if you put two together, when God is with it, it goes from 2,000 to 10,000. Why? Because there is a power that happens when the church is together. When we're together. Ecclesiastes says, the writer, the preacher says in four, nine, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. But if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, they have heat. But how can one be warmed alone? Amen. We are not meant to do this alone. Jesus sent the disciples out in one of our texts that said he sent the 70 out by twos. By twos. Why? Because he said, I want you to have the maximum impact. Amen. There's a lot of people that want to be lone rangers. There's a lot of people that want to be lone ministers. Amen. But even the lone ranger had Tonto. Remember the story of the wall that was built in Nehemiah's day? where it said, so build we the wall. And all the wall was joined together under the half thereof. Why? For the people. The people had a mind to work. They were co-laborers. They were teams. They were defined, not by individual effort alone, but rather by synergy, amen? Synergy requires more than one person. More people involved means more energy, more resources, more ideas, more anointing, more accomplishment, more fruitfulness. Being laborers together fosters a sense of community, but it's more than just a sense of Medora community. When we are together, we are unstoppable. When we work together, there is nothing that can stand in our way. We must be laborers together. We need to gather together, and marshal our forces, our talents, and our abilities together. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Go with me there. 1 Corinthians 3 and 1. Now, let me just, I feel like doing a little teaching, a little preaching tonight, so I'm going to go back and forth. Y'all going to ride with me? Amen. Amen. The Corinthian church, we said it before, we'll say it again was one messed up church. It was disorganized, chaotic, sin was running rampant, and they were messed up, and Paul has to write them two letters to get them straightened out. But he says, 1 Corinthians 3 and 1, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as to, unto carnal. You couldn't handle a spiritual message, so I had to treat you like Babes in Christ, he said. Verse 2, he said, I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it. Neither yet are you now able. For ye are carnal. For as much, uh, for, for whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions. And ye not, are you not carnal and walk as men? For while one saith, I'm a Paul.'" and another of Apollos. Are you not carnal? Are you not carnal? Who then is Paul and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. Paul is saying, I went to you, and you couldn't handle meat because you're carnal, and the reason you're carnal is because there are envies among you. There's envy among you. The word zeal and the word envy come from the same root word. Zeal is passion under control. Envy is passion out of control. Envy refers to those who have lost the control of their passion. And so a church that has envy in it is a church that's got passion, but it is passion run amok. It is impossible to work together with a person who is envious. Can I get an amen? It is impossible to work together. They are known as ball hogs. They are perceived that no one else can do the job like them. No one else can do the work but them. Get out of my way. I'm going to be the black hole on the basketball court, and I'll take the ball, and I won't share it with anybody else. Amen. So envy is an enemy of together. Strife. A quarreling, a complaining, a wrangling, contentions and debate, amen. It stops the work when we start quarreling and it keeps us from being together. So we need to get rid of envy and we must get rid of strife and thirdly, all divisions, amen. The whole idea of my part and my clique and my group and this and my, And I'm not saying that we have that here because I don't believe we do. Amen, but I don't want it here. I don't want strife here. I don't want envy here. I don't want division here. We must be together. It doesn't mean we all agree all the time. Amen, I know that we've got to work through things, but by grace, let us see the mission is greater than the position. Let us see that the purpose is greater than the popularity and the pat on the back. Let us see that he must be glorified, Rather than we amen. be glorified. Thank you, Jesus. When that happens, we can say as a psalmist how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Somebody say amen. amen. Have you seen those clips of the football player that picks up the fumble and runs the opposite direction? and he makes a touchdown for the other team. Anybody ever seen that? What happened? He forgot direction and what team he was on. We are all one team. I want you to high five somebody right now and say, I'm on your team. I'm on your team. I am on your team. Zach, I'm on your team, buddy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. All you young folks on this front row, God bless you, on your team. He said, for one of you say, I'm a Paul. Another says, I'm of Apollos. Are you not carnal? It is impossible to embrace self singing, self-seeking personalities and ideas and be a co-team member, a co-laborer simultaneously. Who, Paul says it like this: Who is Paul? And who is Apollos? But they are ministers. Now, we like that word, but let me tell you what that word, minister, means. It's not a leader of parties or sect, but it means servants. If you follow the etymology of the word, Thayer's Dictionary says that this word means raising dust by haste. What Paul is saying is that me and Apollos are only dust raisers. We're servants. Amen. I want to say we, we've got to understand tonight, we are on the same team and we're just dust raisers. We are working hard and there ought to be a cloud of dust behind us because we're going to our purpose and we're serving the kingdom. It's not about building Paul's kingdom up. It's not about building a pus. Apollos, kingdom up. It's about building the kings. Amen, kingdom up. Can you say amen? Amen. In 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 6, he said, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. I did my job, Apollos did his job, and God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. Hallelujah. He that planteth and he that watereth are one. I get sick and tired of these cats on on social media posting about how many people they baptized and then down everybody who doesn't have that number. That is a carnal thing according to what Paul is saying. It puts in a party making. Well, I've done this. What have you done? I don't know. How many kids have you taught in Sunday school and dealt up with their snotty noses and they're constantly talking and yakking and, and having to pull them apart when they're fighting? Now, when you have done that and you've been able to teach a Bible study to them, then come post something on on Facebook and let me know about it. You see, when, when we look at that as a kingdom, it takes no that work back in the back that help these kids learn about what it means to be baptized in Jesus' name, what it means to be saved, what it means to live for God. Amen. That's, that's part of the team. When we have the youth doing what they're supposed to be doing and, and the ushers are doing what they're supposed to be doing and the music is doing what it's supposed to be doing, it is all for the glory of God and the building up of the church. Somebody say together, Together, people who work together do so for the good of the greater purpose. They see the big picture. We need to see the big picture. Somebody say, See the big picture. What is it? Plant, water, God gives the increase. Plant, listen to this planted and watered are verbs marking definitive. The third phrase, God gave the increase, is in the imperfect, which means to continue gracious agency. Amen. God works harmoniously with our acts of planning and watering. Whatever we do this year to reach a soul. Whatever we do this year to reach a soul. Amen. Oh God, would you work with us? Lord, would you work with us? It would be horrible to have a new ministry and God not work with it. Lord, it would be awful not to do the things that we're going to do. Lord Jesus, and you not be with us. God, we need to be together, but more than anything, we need you to be with us. We need you to be with us on the live stream. We need you to be with us on the platform and in the choir and in the music room. We need you to be with us in the the teaching of our Sunday school and our kids connection. We need you, Lord, in the new ministries that we want to start this year. So what's your position in your church? I'm a planner. I'm a waterer. I don't have to have a title. I don't have to have a job. I'm just a planner and I'm a waterer. I'm gonna irrigate what somebody else has planted. I'm gonna encourage what somebody else, oh, y'all hearing me tonight. I'm gonna encourage what somebody, this is what it means about working together. It's not about my show, your show. It's about his glory. Hallelujah. Mark sixteen twenty says, and they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. I claim that verse in 24. I claim that verse in 24. For MPC, I claim it, uh, that we will go forth uh, and we will preach everywhere and we will work everywhere. Amen. We will mobilize, but he's going to come with us. Brother Pork, I need him with me. I need him with me when I go and when I do, I need him with me. He said in our beginning text, he said, Pray that the Lord of the harvest. Pray that the Lord of the harvest. Somebody say it's his harvest. I'm going to get on a hobby horse and ride it. Is that okay with you? I'm scared of America's modern thinking of what success at church looks like. And what a successful church looks like. How many are you running? How many, uh, 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 what's your numbers? I believe in numbers. God put a book in the Bible called that. I believe, he's like, did y'all get that? Okay. I I believe in numbers. I I believe in people. Every number matters because every person matters. But we are so convinced that if a guy's got a little bitty church, and a guy's got a bigger church that God loves him better than that, that man that has a small church. Go tell that to Stephen. Stephen preached the same message that the apostle preached on the day of Pentecost, and they stoned him to death, and he had one convert. One. He had one convert. Does anybody know what that convert's name was? Saul. Saul was the one that was won by the life and the message of one called Stephen. Don't you dare put an idea that we've got to have this certain amount before we're successful. We're going to go plant. We're going to go water. And God, you give the increase. We are going to expand. We want good systems. We want good order to handle it. Oh, but God... You'll get the increase. When you see the big picture of the kingdom, you realize the goal is more important than the role. Someone once said, if you think you are the entire picture, you will never see the big picture. Coworkers in the kingdom of God are not working for selfish personal gain but they are motivated by the big picture of the kingdom. The church is one body, but it is comprised of members in particular, so that makes us co-laborers. Amen, that we are in a place that we are to fulfill the role, but the role is meant to get us to the goal, and that is to go forth and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen, Paul said in verse 70, he said, So then is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God give the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. Woo! I want to tell you today, that's where we must be. We're one. We're one. Church, in the context and the imagery of a war, we're not single fighters, single soldiers out trying to survive behind enemy lines, but we are to workers, fighters together. In the analogy of a field, we're not just one person harvesting, but we are all to be harvesters. You know what, I've, I've heard this analogy, some harvest with a sickle and others harvest with a combine. Whatever God gives us to do, whatever instrument he gives us to use, whether it's a sickle or by hand or by combine, let us be harvesters. Yes, let us be harvesters, God. Yeah. Let us be harvesters in 24. Amen. It is not about our position, but it is about our purpose. We must mobilize together. We must be unified together. One body with one mission with one work, amen, with one direction. We must work to reach. We must work to teach. We must work to sow, and we must work to water. And every one of us need to come together and mobilize with this idea is that I am working with my brother and sister to see a harvest in my life and my church. Can you lift your hands and begin to praise the Lord? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I've had the honor and the privilege of pastoring four churches. I can tell you with great certainty and clarity of all the churches that we have worked with, this is the most unified church I've ever worked with in my life. We've got our problems, we've got our issues, but can you for a moment thank God for people that are willing to work together?
0: Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.